Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Johnny Venerable, and for the first time on this show, a historic day, Mr. Bo Brock, the newest co-host here on PHNX Cardinals. Bo, long overdue. Welcome, my friend. JV, thanks for welcoming me to the team. I'm pumped to be here. Can't wait to talk some Cardinals football. If I knew Will Hernandez was going to usher me in, there's this huge, massive signing for the Arizona Cardinals. Am I overselling it a little bit? We're, we're going to talk about you first. I want to Will's great. I, you know, I love a good mid-tier guard, right guard signing on a Monday. But I want to get into you. I want to talk about you, your background, and what I think you're going to bring to the show. But for those, there probably aren't many out there. For those of you who don't know Bo Brock, who is Bo Brock? What's Bo Brock about? Bo Brock is about uh, 10 years covering this team. Uh, as far as more personally, married man. I'm sorry, ladies, gentlemen out there. I'm spoken for. I've got a beautiful young nine-month-old boy who is the size of Will Hernandez. Just a big, beefy kid. He's awesome. And uh, But as far as professionally, I've, I've been in the Phoenix media scene for over about 10 years now. And I uh, started covering this team in 2012. You, you know that era. That's the end of the Wiz era. That's the Kevin Cobb experiment, which was a complete oh, no. disaster. But then I also got to uh, live through the BA times, and that was fantastic. Steve Keim, and now here we are with Kyler Murray. All this excitement, this Red Sea rising. Uh, just a little, little tidbits about me there. Grew up in D.C. originally, uh, so I'm an East Coast kid, but transplanted back when I was a fresh-faced 19-year-old play baseball at Scottsdale Community College. Yes, I have a mighty fighting fighting artichoke and uh I like to rep that as much as possible. We couldn't be more excited to have you a part of our family here at PHNX. You will be a staple not only on this show but PHNX everything we do uh in our seriousness this this has been something that this this channel has been looking forward to for some time. We've kept it under wraps for a little while. Mm-hmm. I've been a good little boy. I haven't, I haven't said anything. Saul has made me uh, keep it uh, tight-lipped on this program, and we are ready to hit the ground running. Perfect timing into second tier of free agency, draft season, and and here on a Monday, Bo, we get a nice mid-tier signing of one Will Hernandez, who, who by the way, 
uh, had a visit with the Arizona Cardinals last week. Presumably went well enough. He's parlayed that into a one-year deal. Yeah, one-year contract for a guy that's going to have to prove a lot to the Arizona Cardinals and the rest of the league that he deserves to belong. I mean, this was, as we sit here a month away from NFL Draft, there's a bunch of darlings out there, guys who kind of made their impact at the Senior Bowl, the Combine, and they kind of rose up the draft ranks. And Will Hernandez was a guy like that in 2018, uh, you know, 37 reps on the bench press. But as far as that translating to this level, the NFL, and playing big-time football for the New York football giants, it hasn't really happened. So he reunites with his college coach, Sean Kugler, who's the Arizona Cardinals run game coordinator, offensive line coach. And that's exciting because, you know, I think that this is a perfect opportunity for him to kind of take that raw skill set, maybe get rid of some of those bad habits and immediately kind of make an impact on this Arizona Cardinals offensive line that is returning. There's a lot of continuity there, which I like, Johnny. Well, what I like is Will Hernandez, like me, has short arms. And because of this, he dominated the bench press at the Combine once upon a time. Coming out of UTEP, you mentioned he and Sean Kugler had that relationship. I think we've got footage of, of Will Hernandez. I don't like to remember him from his days with the New York Giants. I instead like to remember him bench pressing 225, 37 times. Again, I think his arm length is very similar to mine. I'm 5'6", so this has always been... My best skill set at the gym. Um, I, I am not a, a college athlete like you, Bo. Uh, I am not over six foot. But I respect a man who can throw around a little bit of weight. And for everybody on Twitter today that's knocking this signing, saying this guy's a bust, he was part of an organization in New York that is amongst the top five worst in the NFL currently. I don't care about their championships, Eli, Coughlin, all that. Since they drafted him in 2018, no one has been more inept in the NFC than the New York Giants. So come on over, re reunite with your with your collegiate head coach that made you a top 40 pick, and let's see what you got for a year. This is the perfect kind of signing for the second wave of free agency, Bo. I, I broke I broke a sweat just watching that video. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe, PHNX Cardinals. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's a it's a great opportunity for him to kind of return, like kind of get back to his top prospect status. Yeah, you got to uh, forget a lot of what happened in New York. I, I, I see what you're saying on Twitter, Johnny. You know where Daniel Jones is a quarterback that runs into a ton of sacks out there. I talked to some people I know that cover the Giants closely, and they say right now he's kind of a uh, he's he's a tough. Tough in a phone booth, right? Which scouts say where if he's if he's one-on-one -on -one and you're in a phone booth, he's going to manhandle you. But as far as outside of that, and he's got to cover a little bit more ground, not too polished, not too uh, you know athletic to get out there and, and make some big blocks, but you know very strong. I, and people are like, oh, sure, you know he it, to, to steal away from uh, Kenny Powers. I'm not. I don't want to be the best at exercising. I want to be better at real sports. And I think Will Hernandez has that opportunity. I mean. Everybody looks at the Patriots. Everybody looks at the Rams with those coaches is like they can create all these reclamation projects where I think here with the Kugler connection, this has a, a great opportunity for Will Hernandez. I, I like their, the two guys that they've brought in off the streets, yes. uh, including Jeff Gladney, to, to help this team immediately in 2022. If you're going to have confidence in any singular position coach with this organization, and I, I see some of the comments, I'm choosing to ignore them. Usually I like to embrace the comments, but we've got people like Espo uh, belittling my, my ability to bench. Um, people are asking me what my, my max was. So when I was in high school, I did bench over 300 pounds. I, I promise that's true. Now I could probably get 225 one time with my 
back arching. It would not be a pretty sight. It would tear everything. Um, <laughs> but in all seriousness, Kugler is somebody I would trust more than anybody else outside of, I don't know, maybe Vance Joseph with pass rushers and, and Cliff with quarterbacks, right? Um, and that was the reason he, he came to Arizona and he talked about his relationship with Sean Kugler today at his opening press conference. I think we've got that clip. Do we have that clip? Here it is. Yeah, so I'm first of all, I'm very excited that I'm being able to play under Coach Kugler again. Uh, you know, to just to uh, fill you guys in a little bit, I, f I feel like he's one of the main reasons why I even made it into the NFL in the first place. Me and him have a very strong connection, very good relationship, uh, and then one we kept over the years as well. Um, you know, him being, being able to reunite with him and um, being able to get coached up under him again is, is only going to help. It's only going to help me and is only going to help this team. Um, you know, we understand each other very well. We know what we expect out of each other. We respect each other. And I feel like we're only going to be able to bring out the best in, in each of us. So uh, I'm very excited about it. I know it's only going to be up from here. And uh, it's nothing but positive. Scary human being. I mean, you look at him. And people in the chat, Bench, you know, is overrated. Not when you're coming off the bus. Like, Will Hernandez, we want him to be the first person when we go to L.A. to try to square up Aaron Donald. He may get abused, Bo, but physically, I mean, he was a dominant player. Don't – no, 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 no. Yes, <laughs> one time. Now, was I, was I probably too bulked up? Was I not doing enough cutting, enough fasting? That's correct. Mm -hmm. I wasn't doing enough cardio. Um, so it was a sloppy 300. Um, but – I, I'm, I'm in a much better place, a healthier place now. But in all seriousness, Bo, I, I do think his relationship, he, it, it really felt like listening to him today at the press conference, this was a place he had identified at the start of free agency between the culture. He mentioned, he mentioned his Mexican heritage and the fact that, you know, he's from Las Vegas, used to come to Phoenix all the time with his family, just a way better fit. Yeah, I mean, it's quick uh, car drive that I know all too well, especially the one on the way back where you're just just hurting like as much as possible. Yeah. You, worse than you did after just sloppily throwing up 300 pounds, allegedly, in high school. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's a great fit. And the Arizona Cardinals are going to play a game down in Mexico as well uh, in Hernandez. I'm sure he's got to be pumped about that. I, I just – it all signs point to him being able to rebound. You know, there – there is tape out there. There, there are numbers that prove that he can compete at this level. It was his first two seasons. Uh, his last two seasons very similar to Max Garcia. That's a four-letter word as far as Cardinals are concerned. Many penalties, <laughs> snapping issues. Max Garcia actually just swaps places places with uh, Hernandez today. Can we talk about Max Garcia? Number one, he was signed once upon a time as a depth player. So for yeah. the people crushing him on Twitter, like. He's up. All right. Like he was supposed to be a backup, a six lineman, and he was helpful when he just had to play right guard. There was times he had to kick out to tackle. He should have never been playing center. So I, Max Garcia, thank you for your time in Arizona. W was not a bad signing by any means. He does not, I, I believe, have the ceiling of somebody like Will Hernandez. Somebody I think wants to, of course, parlay this one-year contract into a long-term deal. So then let, let's transition to another piece of the, the conversation, Bo. Yeah. Where does this move to you forecast the rest of the offensive line going into 2022 and beyond? I mean, we t I said the word continuity, and I think that's so important, especially when you have a quarterback entering his fourth season. 
it's going to be important that those guys are familiar, especially a guy who can get out of the pocket as much as Kyler Murray. It's important that they know where he is. You've got Max Garcia. I'm sorry. Whoops. Uh, Will Hernandez joining the yeah. crew that has Rodney Hudson already in place. You've got DJ Humphreys and Calvin Beecham as your bookends there. And then Justin Pugh. So you're returning essentially four of your five offensive linemen and adding a guy that has, you know, decent upside like Will Hernandez with familiarity of Sean Kugler's offensive line scheme. So in blocking schemes, I love it. I think that yeah. it, it's, it's solid. You know, when you look at free agents that really hit the free agent market, most if they're not extended by their former team, there shouldn't be some red flags there. So yeah. why go spend a ton of money? I mean, a guy like Brendan Scherf, who is the top guard on the market this year, who signed a huge deal with the Jacksonville Jaguars, he hasn't been a health, he hasn't had a healthy season his entire career, coming from Washington. So a guy like Will Hernandez has missed three games in four seasons. So you've got a guy that you can kind of rely upon that's going to be back there. And sure, you want to see more impact. You want to see him develop his game. One thing you're going to really like about uh, Will Hernandez, Johnny, and Cardinals fans are going to love, is he's fiery on the field. Like he plays with a temper, and it's going to be. I tried to fight everybody in the NFC East. I've heard based on Giants Twitter, he will pick a fight with everybody and anybody in the NFC East, and and that could go a long way against two defensive lines in San Francisco and LA that have pushed you around each of the past couple seasons. And as far as his performance against Aaron Donald, uh, two games where the two matched up and you'd have to look at the, at the tape to see how often they were really squaring off. But AD had a half sack in each game. So he didn't absolutely like, he wasn't a game record. Like we're used to seeing where he's in the backfield the entire time against poor Kyler Murray. Yeah. Good comment here by Rafa. We swap linebackers with the Vikings, meaning uh, Nick Vigil for Jordan Hicks, although Nick Vigil better not have a significant role in this team. That's a conversation for another day. We swap guards with the giants, as he mentioned, Max Garcia going to Minnesota. We could sign uh, Lotulale and swap D tackles with the Bills. I would love that. You know, Jordan right. or Jordan Phillips no longer with the team. Uh, we're going to talk about how this could potentially change the Arizona Cardinals' needs at pick 23. Listen, I'm not here to say that signing Will Hernandez today to a one-year deal precludes them from signing a guard or drafting a guard at pick 23. What I will say is this is the kind of move I like as compared to, with all due respect, giving Christian Kirk $20 million, you know, I would have paid Chandler Jones. I'm in the minority. A lot lot of people wouldn't, right? Those are still the two biggest glaring needs, Bo, that I see with this team coming out of this initial 14-day period of free agency. They have no dominant pass rusher, and they have no outside complement to D-hop. Yeah, they don't. And you think about that, the, the their inability to slow down the run last year. Like, what have they done and you're not going to convince me with with Nick Vigil is, is a guy that's he's going to be the kind of the savior, the run game savior on defense. Uh, they they really haven't done a whole lot in that department. A lot of uh, you know Chandler Jones is an addition by subtraction. You know I know he was so good against getting to the quarterback, but as far as slowing down the run, he was awful. Uh, well, Saul Bookman's going to love hearing that because he has been <laughs> anti Chandler Jones returning and status quo this yeah. entire offseason. So you two fellows will be able to have a party together with the departure of Mr. Jones. We'll share a beer as we watch you struggle underneath a bench bar, trying to put up 300 pounds again. I'll throw up my beer if I have to watch Devon Kennard start uh, opposite uh, Marcus hey, he's, Golden. If he's in a rotational role, I'm all right with it. I'm okay know. with it. Let me ask you this. Have you had an opportunity to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app since this is your first day? That That's mandatory. Check one is on your phone, DraftKings. Got it. Good to go. All right. Well, I want to remind Bo and everybody else 
College basketball fans, join the action. We've we've made it. It's the Final Four, biggest tournament of the year. Turn your team's biggest victory into your own big win on DraftKings. New customers can bet just five bucks on any team to get a win, and they get two hundred dollars in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. DraftKings customers can also bet on same game parlays within college hoops. That means combine multiple bets from the same game for an even bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money. You can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. It's a call to action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win. Get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win using promo code PHNX. I want to remind everybody, DraftKings Sportsbook, 21 and over. Arizona-only gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customer only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. The HNX Cardinals, Bo Brock, Johnny Venerable, reliving the old days. The days is a choke. Johnny throwing, just banging some iron. That I, I promise that was not a flex. That, that was an impromptu thing, and I'll never live it down now because people will not allow me to. Right, and, and and they shouldn't. I don't think so. And unless you kind of uh, prove us all wrong and, and just start throwing up three hundred pounds once again, I will have a hernia. I won't be able to be able to walk for my kids. Uh, I've just I've moved on. You get it. You move yeah. on to a different part of your life where you embrace the dad bod, and it's your body just becomes a vessel to move around to pick up yeah. your kids. That's what it becomes. Speaking of kind of throwing it back, have you ever been uh, have you ever been slapped in the face? Have you ever earned yourself a nice just open hand slap to the face like we witnessed last night? Uh, not thankfully in front of that many people, but I have been slapped in the face before. Sure. We uh, we were having some fun today kind of building this show. And like, how can we incorporate the slap that went down on yeah. the Oscars last night? The only way that maybe they could kind of reel me in to turn on the Academy Awards and they did it. It was uh superstar Will Smith going after comedian Chris Rock and slapping him. And it uh it brought up the the conversation between Johnny and me which in Cardinals history has the team maybe a, a, a player, a coach, a general manager wanted you to maybe slap somebody Will Smith style. Anything stand out to you, JV? Um when they said they're moving Hassan Reddick to inside linebacker immediately came to mind um, when they made the proclamation that Sam Bradford is their starting quarterback and they're going to pay him $20 million. Um, it makes me want to do aggressive things to Steve Kime, a man that I, I do have admiration for, but I, do we have a graphic Leah with Steve Kime? Oh, oh there goodness. <laughs> there it is. Look at Will just, when they, what's the five when they don't, Face. Pick up Kyler when they don't pick Kyler Murray slap. <laughs> For me, I mean, it, talk about Sammy Bradford, the uh, the highway robbery, one of the biggest con artists in NFL history. Just look yeah. at the career earnings and, and the career wins and the stats. But, you know, Blaine Gabbert, too. Like, as much as I love B.A. Johnny, the hyperbole that would come out of some of those press conferences were unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Blaine Gabbert was the best third string quarterback uh, in the league. It's like, what what does that even mean? Like, what is that? Is that something you want to wear as a badge of honor? Uh, but they, I mean, there's there's tons of moves up and down this uh, this organization, unfortunately. And every organization has it. Like, I mean, uh, I, I know a lot of people point out to me like the third and 16 what was it the uh, the screenplay from Cliff. Oh, people yeah. Always want to bring up when they're they're anti Cliff. 
I don't know if I want to slap them or, or Kingsbury himself. Uh, quick reminder to everybody on this podcast. Um, Bo and I had this discussion before he joined the show. Bo is pro cliff. We are also pro cliff. We are pro winning. We will be objective, but Bo, Bo has a pro cliff, not agenda, but you have respect for Mr. Kingsbury. Yeah, I do. I, I'm uh, I think he's a good coach. Um, as far as elevating talent that remains to be seen, like yeah, as far as his, his end of the season results in his career, like they're undeniable. You can't, you you have to at least acknowledge those. And that's the next kind of uh, box that he has to check off, that this team needs to finish strong. And if it doesn't, if, if he can't, if he's kind of hit that ceiling uh, professionally, you know, the Arizona Cardinals are in trouble, but he's shown year in and year out his ability to adapt, to develop, to get better as a head coach. I mean, keep in mind, this is a guy that took one of the worst rosters in the NFL in 2018 at three and 13. And then he was able to take it to five wins, to eight wins, to 11 wins. You know, they had their shortcomings at the end of the 2020 season, and they were able to remedy those and, and make their way into the postseason. They took that next step. So until he takes a step backwards, I'm not going to sit here and crucify him over every little move that he makes, you know, wrong. I, I think that he's a good coach. I just, I haven't seen him elevate, you know, the talent on the roster. Uh, like when DeAndre Hopkins went out, like he wasn't able to overcome that. And I think, Great coaches can do that. They can do that schematically. Cliff hasn't yet, but look, he came in 35, 35 and 40 from the Big 12. I mean, it was one of the most unusual rises to a head coaching position. If you're going to hire him, that has to come with patience. The organization has shown that, and Cliff has rewarded them with the team turning around the last three seasons. He's just too, like, I just want to be around him and, and party with him. He's too likable for me to dislike. At this yeah. point, like you have to do things that make me not want to root for you. And and I was at every postgame presser at home last year. He's in, incredibly humble with the media. He answers every question. He is not perfect. Um, I think that not enough is said about the fact that he has handled Kyle Shanahan um, significantly the, the last 12 calendar months. Shanahan made it to the NFC title game. I, he's getting better in the division. And I think if, if I'm Michael Bidwell, I'm looking at that more so than anything. Like how does he do against his peers? I think we've got a nice track record now against Pete Carroll uh, that I think will continue in, into the future with their uh, inexplicable choices at quarterback. But to me, it's like, okay, guys, he's compared to for better or worse, McVay and Shanahan, like he's holding those, his holding his own. No, nobody was beating McVay at the end of the year. So I, the, the playoff game is what it is. Book it asked in the chat, are you pro Vance? Because I am famously like, I believe he's a good coordinator. I just don't know if he's the right defensive coordinator for this team right now, given his, you know, hatred for playing young players and the fact that this team keeps investing in young defensive players high in the draft. Yeah. Vance Joseph is certainly 360, 180, whatever from uh, year one, where he didn't have any yeah. talent and you had the six games without, uh, Patrick Peterson on the lineup, and, and that was a tough look for for anybody. And that, but that was trying to take you know chicken shit, make chicken salad out of it. I mean, it's not exactly easy, but uh, you know Vance Joseph rebounded the next season. But it's it's still the same thing. When his stars go out, is he able to kind of elevate things with uh, a lesser roster? And when JJ Watt wasn't in there, and and the team wasn't getting that consistent play from and leadership on the field. You know, we didn't see it when Robert Alfred went out in the secondary. I mean, this this 
this team struggled and they couldn't get off the field on third down and they couldn't make those big stops on fourth down like we saw earlier in the year. So he, like Cliff Kingsbury, I mean, they've just got this, this tough challenge of elevating, you know, rosters that don't have their top talent available. So uh, when the Miami Dolphins were kind of sniffing around Vance Joseph, I wasn't upset about it, but at the same token, it's nice to kind of have him back for another season. You get that continuity. The Arizona Cardinals have enough talent on defense to where I don't think, you know, Vance Joseph is, is going to, is going to screw it up, but mm-hmm. you're going to task him to kind of elevate things. I, I, I think he's got his limitations as well. A lot of people in the chat are talking draft. We're going to talk about draft here in our last segment. I'm just of the mindset. Like I'm very cautious and hesitant giving Vance Joseph more early picks, specifically first-round picks. Now, I know they have huge needs at defensive tackle, edge rusher. We'll talk about that, but I, I do think the arrow is pointing at one position above all the other positions right now, especially after this Will Hernandez move that seems to be the consensus for pick 23. Uh, before we get to that, I want to ask you, Bo, have you seen the new NFL draft hats? The Cardinals have a new draft hat. They're fine. I mean, yeah. man, man. So they're fitted, right? It doesn't look like that's, uh, yeah, it looks yeah, like they're, they're that. fitted. And that's, um, so we get to see the most disingenuous bro hug by 32 individuals wearing those lids. This and that they'll, you know, they'll never out. put on again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, those, those are the most like whelming hats I've seen. Like they're, they don't do anything for me. I'm not going to well, buy that, but the, I do know. We good news. Yeah. Good news. There are hats that I want to buy that I think you should purchase as well. And everybody here in the chat, PHNX Merchandise Locker debut, baby. First time ever here on this program, we will unveil the new PHNX hats, new releases right now with the PHNX Merchandise Locker. Good hell. Can you imagine? You got a nice summer tan going and you're sporting that white one. Oh my goodness. These are the freshest hats way better than the with all due respect to the cardinals i'm rocking these this summer i mean those are just clean that's that's all you want i mean those are beautiful the two on the right uh i gotta we get we get employee discounts or something i mean i'll pay full price for those things those things are beauty i gotta cop those give me those all four of them i gotta add to my hat collection that's right that's right book it says those hats are clean they are Fantastic. People have been asking, Bo, when, the, when are the hats coming? You know, some people within the company ha- already have these hats and, and flaunt them. And it makes me upset because I feel like, you know, a second class employee, I don't have the hat yet. So uh, right when I get off the show, I'm going to go order several hats uh, for myself. They, they won't be for anybody else. I will sport them proudly on this program. They are as clean as you can get. Uh, and they are available right now at gophnx.com's PHNX Merchandise Locker. That's phnxlocker.com. And the great news is, if you want to become a member, all right, Jacob, don't <laughs> trash Maricopa. All right, we're they're good people down here. All right, we have a Denny's, we have an IHOP. If you want to go to gophnx.com and you want to become a member and you want to get some free apparel in the process, including this phenomenal Phoenix Suns t-shirt, the He's on Fire t-shirt, all you got to do is become a member for the year. It's just under 60 bucks, right? You get a free t-shirt from the, from the locker. While you're there, get the hat. Or if you want to dip your toe in, because we're going to talk about my mock draft here in a second, Bo. But if you want to dip your toe in and you say, Johnny, I'm not convinced. 50 cents for the first month, $8.99 for the subsequent months. But I'm, I'm telling you, once you go and become a member, become a part of our family, member discord, chat with Bo, myself, 
you're never going to want to leave. So you might as well sign up for the year, get the free t-shirt in the process, double down, get a hat. Good to go. I'm all about those hats. I need that. Mm -hmm. I, I, I did see in the chat though, they, they asked, are you a hat guy? I mean, I see that mane of yours. You like to cover that thing up every once in a while. You know, when I overcondition, I I pump the brakes on the product the next day, and so I'll throw a hat on. Um, you know, it depends if I can fight for a shower between my wife and my kids yeah. before the show. So yeah, I'll sport some cardinal hats as soon as I get my Go PHNX hat. Um, I will sport that exclusively on this program, rightfully show. It's it's crazy. We're talking male grooming. Not something that's discussed enough, Johnny. It, it really no. is. There's a stigma like you're, you don't remember the days where you and your dad, your dad was telling you all of the, the grooming habits that you should have. But yeah. with Manscaped, you got the Manscaped 4.0, the mm -hmm. trimmer, the performance package. I mean, it's a game changer. You absolutely it's, it's no longer a negative stigma. Fathers and sons are talking about how they can trim things up and look their best at any time. Inside the package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer. Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. My goodness. Mm. You're smelling great. Crop Reviver Toner Performance Boxer Briefs and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. You can throw your brand new PHNX hat in there if you want. The Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming and, dare I say, the greatest trimmer ever. Trust me when I say this, fellas, your balls, they'll thank you. It's time to take care of yourself. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off free shipping with the code Cardinals, is that correct, Johnny? Cardinals is the code that's going to get you twenty. Yes, sir. Trim we are ingra ingratiating Bo with a with a manscape ad where he has right. to say balls on day one. That's how we do things here. I, I I actually this isn't even an ad read. I was just I just wanted to talk about my new favorite lawnmower four point Trim personal script. Three stand tall, my friends. Twenty percent off, free shipping with the code Cardinals. Manscape.com. Twenty percent off with free shipping at manscape.com. Use that code Cardinals. Unlock the confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. We should call it also Womanscaped because I'll be honest with you, like I'm a, a full-blooded Italian man and I have a lot of hair and I charge my lawnmower consistently. It's been missing lately. My wife, she takes she takes it and she enjoys it. Um, so I would tell you out there, we I know we got some ladies in the chat. Yeah. Lawnmower 4.0 is for everybody. Believe it says that. On the website, <laughs> producer Leah is losing it. This is the kind of this is the kind of fun we want to have here on the program. I also have fun, Bo, with mock drafts. Um, I don't like to go overboard because I know there are some websites that do them every week, and I think they you get desensitized. They lose their value a little bit, their guspa. I released one in late February, and then proceeded. Saul Bookman and I went to the combine, and then we had free agency. And I, I like to reassess. Right, all, a lot of the major players, with all due respect to Will Anderson have gone through the, the trickle-down effect of, okay, rosters are a little bit more complete now. Russell <laughs> Russell Wilson is in Denver. Uh, Tyreek Hill is in Miami. Um, yeah, all good things here. So long story short, gophnx.com. I have my mock draft 2.0, and um, <laughs> the Cardinals are still picking 23rd. I'm going to tell you everybody right now, I doubled down on offensive line. This was before the Will Hernandez move. And I had the Arizona Cardinals taking Zion Johnson guard, somebody who both, we both feel like is plug and play at right guard from Boston College. And to me, I just feel like if he's there and the value matches, 
and the receivers, there was a run on receivers in the late teens, early 20s, may not be the worst thing in the world to go best interior offensive linemen. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, when we start to look at these wide receivers, and, and certainly there's a need for the Arizona Cardinals at uh, playmaker opposite DeAndre Hopkins. Maybe somebody could fill the void of A.J. Green if they don't bring him back, you know, playing that Z wide receiver spot or the slot wide receiver. We don't know if Rondell Moore is going to be somebody that's going to slide in there. Uh, so when you keep it simple, Steve, you know, way here, you can go yeah. with Zion Johnson. You go with the guard, the guy that played at Boston College. He's an absolute mauler. And, uh, you know, he doesn't suffer from the short arms like you and Will Hernandez. And I think that uh, he, he'd be a great fit for the Arizona Cardinals. No doubt about it. I am somebody that's pounding the table, though, for a wide receiver. But if you get if you get maybe fifth, sixth on the wide receiver depth chart in this draft class, maybe it's best to look at a different position. And, you know, outside the playmaking spot at the wide receiver, uh, you know, edge and an offensive line, you can't go wrong there. Well, and here's the thing. I, I do think that this Will Hernandez move, because clearly he's signed to be a starter, right? And we didn't talk about this earlier. Will Hernandez has missed three games in like four or five seasons, right? Four seasons with the um, New York Giants, and they were all COVID-related. So he hasn't had true injuries yet. And that's something that the Cardinals are really going to value, and he's going to be probably somebody who's close to a guaranteed starter in year one. I know minimal contract, one-year commitment, but it will be hard outside of injury for him not to start at right guard. So then you think about it, okay, the draft should be about thinking long-term, but in the short term, you take Zion Johnson, and in full transparency, I put this mock together last night, this morning, before the Will Hernandez addition. Now I'm sticking by it. Here's why. Because Pittsburgh, New England, and Green Bay all pick in front of the Cardinals, Bo. Pittsburgh, you can make an argument after losing Juju Smith-Schuster and wanting to support Mitch Trubisky. They could take a receiver. I had them taking uh, Johan Dotson or Johan Dotson from Penn State, local product. New England, they have no wide receivers of note. They took Saul's boy Christian Watson from North Dakota State. And then you, you just assume with pick number 22, the Green Bay Packers are fully committed and feel like they have to take a receiver. And so they took Chris Alave right in front of the Cardinals. So if that's how the board falls, and I'm not even talking about like earlier in the top, 15, you know, Philadelphia takes a Drake London and Garrett Wilson goes top 10 to the to the New York Jets. Like you could see four or five pass catchers go before Arizona. So if if I'm Steve Kime, as much as I might want one of these supremely gifted, you know, pass catchers, I'm not going to reach on a guy. If I could have the second or f- first or second best interior lineman versus the sixth or seventh receiver, that's an easy decision for me. Yeah, I, I see. Uh, it was in in the comments there. Somebody mentioned Jordan Davis, who went 14 to Baltimore for you. Mm-hmm. You put him with Mike Pierce. He's a rotational guy, just a mammoth of a man coming out of Georgia. Um, yeah. You know, the, the thing I I look at here, and you had two wide receivers that I'm very interested in for the Arizona Cardinals below their pick. Uh, you had yeah. the Green Bay Packers picking up Jamison Williams, a uh, talented wide receiver out of Alabama, speedy. Uh, some people have him as their top wide receiver on their board. And it, and it comes down to where the Arizona Cardinals are going to have him ranked on their board. You know, they, they claim they've claimed the entire Steve Kime era that they go best player available. And if they have some of these wide receivers, the, the, you know, who cares where they fall as far as just on the positions. If, if he's the sixth best wide receiver, where do they have him as far as overall football player? I, I think Jamison with uh, Jamison Williams is too good of a talent to pass up. I mean, even with the injury, you would take him at 23. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the way guys are coming back from that injury, 
you know, easier and easier these days. The, the, the time frame is now what about eight, nine months. And mm. everything I'm reading about Jamison Williams is he's going to be, you know, he's, his, his recovery is going quite well. And yeah. he's going to Cardinals kid, you know, in the long run, they're going to have a wide receiver one type for four, five years under contract at, at a treat, a cheap price tag. I mean, and it, and it makes things a little bit easier for time. I just, I, I don't have a problem with the pick of Zion Johnson, but I think if you've got a player the caliber of Jamison Williams, you take it regardless of him injuring, getting injured in the national championship game. I went and bruised around three or four other mock drafts this morning, CBS Sports, Pro Football Focus. Bo, you'd be probably not surprised. Everybody had the Cardinals taking a corner, whether it be Booth Jr., Elam from Florida, McDuffie. I don't think that the Cardinals are going that route, especially we assume they're going to bring in Robert Alford back on a one-year deal he visited last week. This team does not, and I, I love this, by the way. It's not a cornerback league anymore. You can get to the Super Bowl like the Bengals did if you have a great pass rush an elite passing game. You don't need number one corners. The Rams just so happen to have the best corner, and then there's a steep drop-off. That's why I think the J.C. Jackson signing by the Chargers is asinine. Get a bunch of twos and three corners, and then load up your pass rush. And speaking of pass rush, Bo, I like the names in this class. I just feel like we're going to see a run on, on pass rusher in the top 12 picks. I don't even think it's going to be an option for the Cardinals. And that could change here in about six weeks. But like Hutchison, Walker, uh, Thibodeau, uh, Jermaine Johnson is a fast riser. Those guys are all going ahead of Arizona. And then you mentioned Davis from um, Georgia. It's like, are there going to be any defensive linemen left at 23? I, I do think for all the people that want a receiver, and I'm one of them because I feel like that is now a value in the NFL with what th these guys are being paid in the free agent market. Like you're better off investing at that position. I just feel like Kime has never taken one in the first round. The last one coincidentally came in 2012 with Michael Floyd before Kime took over. And then you think about, okay, there could be a run on defensive linemen. I, I don't want them to take a guard if they don't have to. I'm just saying the value wise, like I, I don't pass up an elite talent. Yeah. It, but now the pressure's on it. The, the, as slow as free agency has gone and there's still going to be time. As we said, we're a month out from, the actual draft going down on April 28th, first round. Um, and we're going to have some great, great coverage coming your way here on PHNX Cardinals, Johnny and myself, and, and the whole team, Frank Sanders, uh, Saul, he's going to hook us up, the GM. Um, it, you're going to have to find an impact maker in the first two rounds. It, like, you're going to have to do it, finally. I mean, for the first time in your tenure, I know it's, it's, it's their history doesn't, you know, go in favor of Steve, Steve Kime, because, you know, Zayvon no, Collins no. just, he barely played. And, and most of those guys are defensive guys. DJ Humphreys redshirted his first year. Didn't see a snap. No. He was inactive. His nickname was knee deep because that's how far you need to get your foot up his, his ass to, to get to him. Um, the Arizona Cardinals need to find an impact maker. Other teams are doing it. And 23 is not out of this, the conversation to find somebody because how slow free agency has been, to find somebody that's going to make an impact. And if that's going to be a road in an impact can be looked at as you could always use offensive linemen. We see how long the season is. And it's just like pitching in major league baseball. You just add, 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 because you know, you're going to need it someday. And it's just, it, it, you're investing in your quarterback when you do it. And I have no problem with Zion Johnson, not playing the first month of the season. And then, you know, Justin Pugh's got injury concerns. Rodney yeah. Hudson's got injury concerns. Like that's that's a smart decision, especially if you feel like he's an A plus pro kind of prospect. I I do trust 
trust Cliff Kingsbury right now more with my first yeah. round pick than I do with Vance Joseph. I'm just numb to he what was, I've seen he was with, with Zayden and Isaiah. Yeah. Well, but he, yeah, I mean, Rondell before the injury was one of the most explosive rookies in the NFL. He and was. he's got to do a better job, that being Cliff, of getting him involved more in the vertical passing game. But I, I have seen Cliff Kingsbury implement running backs on the fly. I have seen Cliff Kingsbury, I mean, gun to his head, he had to, but Kyler Murray played the entire rookie season, didn't get cute with Kyler, right? I've seen him mismatch, put together an offensive line. He implemented Zach Ertz and Kenyon Drake seamlessly right after they were acquired. Like, we dog on Cliff nationally, but I do think you drafted Drake, Drake London or somebody like that, like they're playing a lot. Now they might be not a quote, they might not be a quote unquote starter on the depth chart. They're mm-hmm. gonna play 60 plus percent of the snaps. I cannot watch another linebacker, whether it be inside, outside, rotational defensive lineman, play 10% of the snaps. Not for a team right now that's sitting out free agency, sitting on their hands, right? That wants to make the playoffs right now. DraftKings Sportsbook has them. It's sixth best team in the NFC. So they're a playoff team right now. I Vance Joseph needs to adhere by, you know, what's being asked of him and and elevate Zayvon Collins, Isaiah Simmons, give Cliff Kingsbury a wide out or an offensive lineman to work with next year. I completely agree. If it's, you know, second round picks, that's kind of the sweet spot for, for Kime. And it's what he's done. What three of the last four drafts, Johnny, I mean, Rondell Moore last year. And then you had mm-hmm. uh, Andy Isabella, who I, I saw something today where somebody was like, hey, let's, let's fire up Izzy. It's like, look, that ship has sailed. That guy's not going to be an impact player on this, on this team. There's no way you go from, did he, he how many times did he, how many snaps did he get? on offense last year. It was unbelievably low. He had one catch all of 2021. And uh are we talking about Andy Isabella. Oh, we don't talk about him here. We don't we don't acknowledge him here. <laughs> but when you look at the wide receiver core, it, it's DeAndre Hopkins, Zach Ertz at the tight end spot. And then you have uh, Rondell Moore who was getting under two yards uh, you know, past the line of scrimmage when he's getting the ball in his hands on average. I mean, it's just, it's not enough. Uh, and then I'm an Antoine Wesley guy. Um, and what, I think he, he's a nice number four and nice number four. Yeah, and four. he can be a rotational outside guy. He is not the answer opposite Hopkins. Now, you know, you, you weren't here last week uh, when we talked about AJ Green versus Julio Jones as a conversation, I'm going to say for another day, maybe if we get a signing at receiver at some point, um, we'll, we'll see if either one of them make their way to Arizona. AJ Green, I would imagine, wants to come back. But um, you know, you sign AJ Green, what kind of role could a first-round rookie receiver have? I don't, I don't know because I can tell you right now. I asked Cliff Kingsbury multiple times about Antoine Wesley. Cliff is committed to Antoine because he has a personal investment because he had him at Texas Tech and he had the lobby to get him to Arizona. And say what you want about him, and I'll, this may not make Jacksonville Jaguar fans feel really good. He was their best receiver at the end of the year. He was better than A.J. Green. He was better than Christian Kirk. He dominated the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas. Two touchdowns that led to that victory. I I, uh, I think he could be like a sneaky like 600 yards, four or five touchdown kind of player next year. That'd be fine, but you need two, you need two big-time receivers. I mean, you need to follow what made the Chiefs so successful. They had Kelsey. They had Tyreek Hill. You see what's going on in Seattle. They had two big-time receivers in D.K. Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Like you need to get that type of production. Whatever Antoine Wesley adds on top of that, that's fine. But yeah. look, if you're relying on it, if he if he's Kyler Murray's first read again on third and one, and he's he's throwing the ball down the field, and Antoine Wesley isn't coming up with that 50-50 ball, uh, there there are receivers that can come down with that ball. 
And, you know, DeAndre Hopkins is one of them. And Julio Jones, when healthy, is one of those guys. Fire up the PJ. Let's get the private jet fired up. Let's get Michael Bidwell on en route to pick up who to who, who talk to. Julio Jones? <laughs> Let's get it done. Let's get it done. It would just be it would be fun for a slow offseason. You know, I, I know that people are concerned that he's gonna can he stay healthy? What is he a shell of himself? It would be a blast to see Julio Jones and DeAndre Hopkins out there running routes for this Cardinals team. Can we also take the jet and make a pivot to New England and drop off Andy as we do it? Um, take and, him uh, don't take it out of town. <laughs> but at least that's the least he could do for us, right? Right. Poor Andy Isabella. I want to remind everybody, children five and older are eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. The vaccine is the best tool we have to reduce the chances of getting sick with COVID-19. The COVID-19 vaccine can reduce the risk of being hospitalized or even dying from the disease. It's safe, free, and highly effective and COVID-19 vaccines are available throughout Arizona. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location nearest to you. All right, Mr. Bo Brock, you've survived your first podcast with myself and your new family here at PHNX Cardinals. What has your experience been like here with us today? Man, it's been a blast getting to know each other. Things I didn't know about Johnny as far as uh, is, what he feels about the Cardinals, the roster building, but more importantly, that you were just a beast back in the high school weight room. And I also share my my uh, clippers here in the household, which a lot of people didn't know <laughs> up until now. Uh, a lot of people just some, – some Isabel stains in the chat. Come on, guys. Uh, Jason says Isabel has no business being on this team. I think with his fourth-year contract, money's about to kick up. And it's not pennies. I mean, it's like a couple million dollars. I can't imagine that he's on the roster next year. Yeah. yeah. Is he even a camp body? I don't think so, mm. right? No, if they if they draft uh, Sky Moore or somebody like that, I don't want Andy Isabella taking his reps. That's all I can say. I want to remind everybody, be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five star review, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts here as a new era emerges at PHNX Cardinals. Bo, it's been an absolute pleasure, my brother. I can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, let's do it. See you guys.